0: The 2022 season for the NFL has now come and gone, with the Kansas City Chiefs now the running Super Bowl champions, just after their win over the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl, in a very close and exciting game. We are now, though, in the NFL offseason, with several storylines starting to brew. Let's talk about it, but first, let us begin. Cheers, everyone, welcome to brew Still. I'm here with Brandon, and for this edition, we will still be talking about the beginning of the NFL offseason. The Super Bowl is now over, with the Chiefs now the reigning Super Bowl champions in their victory over the Philadelphia Eagles. And what well, was definitely a very close game, but it was also very exciting, it came down to the very last minute. The Chiefs' victory now brings us into the NFL offseason, and where several storylines are starting to brew and also distill. But first, though, before I recap the Super Bowl and also preview the NFL offseason, this does bring me to the beer pairing for this edition of brew Still, and that beer is called Rockland Lager. From Moxa Brewing in Rockland, California. With Rockland Lager, Moxa Brewing brings a low-alcohol, sessionable-style beer, similar to what brewers drink while they're working or also after their shift. Rockland Lager is a European-style pilsner layered with European malts and hops. Moxa also added a small dry hop of chest sauce Hops for a little extra flavor, which really does stand out in an excellent way. This beer is an excellent session-style beer, you we can even drink two or more in just one sitting, given its low ABV. This beer also goes well watching a sporting event, or even watch a streaming show or movie on Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu, Apple TV, or wherever you watch your streaming shows and movies. Color-wise, Rockland Lager has a yellow gold with a nice flavor that contains a nice malty taste with a crisp bitterness brewed with Sass Hops. It's a very easy beer to drink with an ABV 5%. I love this beer. It's an excellent style pilsner that contains a nice European influence from Moxa Brewing in Rockland, California, and that beer is called Rockland Lager. Definitely do check it out. Okay, so the Super Bowl has come and gone. The Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Eagles in the Super Bowl in a very close game by a score of 38-35 to and will turn out to be a comeback victory for the Kansas City Chiefs in the second half. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes was the game's MVP for the second time in his NFL career as the Chiefs now had their third Super Bowl victory in franchise history and also the second in the past five years. Now the Chiefs after this victory now being called a possible dynasty in the making, which I definitely do agree as the Chiefs right now are not only the dominant team in the AFC Conference, but also right now the dominant team in the NFL. Making them a formidable force for the next years to come and in terms of competition in the NFL, the Chiefs in my view definitely have a chance to go back to the Super Bowl next year, who they'll face definitely does remain to be seen. But as for the Eagles, they played a good game only to fall short in the end. However though, could the Chiefs and the Eagles, as I mentioned in the past episode, meet again in the Super Bowl? That definitely is a strong possibility, but right now, between these two teams, in my view right now, Kansas City is a team most likely to go back to Super Bowl next year, as you have a good structure in place, good coaching, a good quarterback with Patrick Mahomes, making them not only a team that's going to dominate the AFC, possibly for years to come, but also make multiple trips to the Super Bowl. As for the Eagles, they definitely could, but he also did suffer some losses with their offense and defense, as their offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator are now head coaches in the NFL, by taking jobs with the Indianapolis Colts and the Arizona Cardinals. This does leave Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni in and needed making replacements to replace those two key positions. Now, I'll get to more of that later in the episode, but to go back to Super Bowl, in my view, it's one of the best Super Bowls I ever saw. The closeness of the game, the excitement, and also a controversial holding call definitely did play a factor in the outcome of the game. Now, I definitely do think the holding call wasn't called. I don't think that really did play a big role in determining the outcome of the game. I definitely do believe that Kansas City in the second half really did develop the necessary momentum they needed to win this game, and also cementing themselves as a the dominant team in the NFL right now, and also being a dynasty in the making, as this team in my view of Kansas City, with the way the team is made up right now, with its structure and roster could very well win, probably even 3-4 to four more Super Bowls in the next few years, which definitely does make them a team to beat, in the NFL. Now my big question is, as we are now in the offseason how are NFL teams, particularly in the AFC, and also in the NFC Conference, how are they going to catch up to Chiefs in terms of roster development, and also being a competitive team in the NFL, because right now, the Chiefs are definitely a team that should definitely be feared by other NFL teams in the league. For me, being a fan of Dallas Cowboys, I definitely would not want my team the Cowboys facing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl unless the Cowboys make the necessary roster adjustments to be more competitive to face a team just like the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Because if you're in the NFC Conference, it's one thing to make the Super Bowl, but also win the Super Bowl is one different topic altogether. So if you're an NFC team facing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, you definitely had to be prepared to win that game because facing the Chiefs definitely would be a challenge for any team in the NFC Conference going to the Super Bowl, unless you're Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, who right now is the only team in the NFC to win against Kansas City in the Super Bowl, although the Eagles did come close. When I was watching this game, I definitely thought this game could go in either direction, but in the first half it definitely did seem like the Eagles were going to win this game, but in the second half it was when the Chiefs regained the momentum, also securing the victory along the way, making them right now the reigning Super Bowl champions in the NFL, which also makes them a potential dynasty in the making. So that there is a simple recap. The Chiefs are now the reigning Super Bowl champions in the NFL, which marks the conclusion of the 2022-2023 NFL season. So we're now in the NFL offseason, which right now does raise a lot of questions right now in the offseason what teams are going to do, particularly free agency, and also the upcoming NFL draft in April, which will also be held in Kansas City. So, now that we're in the offseason, I definitely did to make a list of questions here in the offseason for the NFL in terms of what comes next in the next few months, all the way into the fall for the next start of the 2023 NFL season. So my first question is, are the Chiefs building a dynasty like I mentioned earlier? I definitely think so. The Chiefs right now are definitely a potential dynasty in the NFL. Some already declared them a dynasty in the NFL already. There's definitely a case for that, but I think right now the Chiefs are a dynasty in the AFC Conference, but not the NFL just yet. I definitely do believe that one more Super Bowl victory would definitely make them a dynasty in the NFL by winning three in a short amount of time, in terms of three Super Bowls. But right now they're not a dynasty yet in my view, only in the AFC Conference. But for the NFL, they just need one more Super Bowl, which they can get next year to secure that dynasty status. But I also do think they can win more Super Bowls than that in the next few years. Also, could the Chiefs and the Eagles meet again in the Super Bowl? I definitely think so. They could definitely see a rematch between the Chiefs and the Eagles in next year's Super Bowl, probably even in the next few years. I definitely would not be surprised if these two teams face each other once again in the Super Bowl, again next season, probably even again and again, because these two teams are built to last. But between the two teams, the Chiefs are most likely to make it back, as the Eagles might have to make some more roster adjustments and also overcome the changes in their coaching staff this offseason to make it back to the Super Bowl to once again face the Chiefs, or maybe even someone else from the AFC Conference. For the Eagles, their off season definitely will be pretty interesting because they lost their defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, who's now the head coach at Arizona Cardinals. They also lost Shane Steichen, who's now the head coach in Indianapolis Colts, who was their former offensive coordinator. So to both the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator for the Eagles are now coaching other NFL teams in the league. This is definitely big because here's why this is big because Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni now has his own coaching tree in the NFL with the beginning of it starting in the offseason in the NFL as we now see his former offensive coordinator and his former defensive coordinator now move on head coaching jobs in the NFL. It remains to be seen just how far the Nick Sirianni head coaching tree will grow in the NFL but right now is indeed off to a great start. The question is will it be a successful coaching tree in the future in the NFL? Will the Cardinals and the Colts become more competitive next season and also next few years by hiring the former defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator from the Eagles. Time will tell. Despite that though, the looming question now is, how will this affect the Eagles going forward and also the 2023 NFL season because Nick Sirianni now has to find replacements for both of these guys, he has to find a new defensive coordinator and a new offensive coordinator, and once he does, how does it affect the Eagles going forward? It's definitely going to be an adjustment for their roster and for their player's going forward with possibly a whole new system they're going to have to adapt to meaning how does this affect them going forward will they take a step back will they remain the same team or will they go forward by winning the Super Bowl in next year's NFL season that theory right now is an unknown we just don't know how this is going to impact the Eagles going forward by losing their former defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon and their former offensive coordinator Shane Steichen that there's going to be a key loss for the Eagles and they must find Super Bowl replacements for both of them are they going to find eternal Cam- to replace them, or look on the outside. It's a big issue right now for the Eagles, and right now, their main offseason concern, along with finding replacements for potential free agents. This now brings me to Kansas City, who's also facing their own situation with the position offensive coordinator, with Eric Bieniemy interviewing with the Washington Commanders to become their next offensive coordinator, potentially, and if he does, he will indeed leave Kansas City. But here's where it gets interesting, because Kansas City head coach Andy Reid made a comment saying that, if Eric Bieniemy does indeed go to another team, he hopes that Eric Bieniemy would be running the show. And here's why this is unique: because Andy Reid runs a show in Kansas City, he also has the power to allow Eric Bieniemy to run the offense in Kansas City. So when Andy Reid mentions that he hopes Eric Bieniemy will run the show somewhere else, assuming he does indeed go to a different NFL franchise, it definitely makes me wonder, along with others, and why Andy Reid never allowed Eric Bieniemy to run the offense in Kansas City. He definitely has the power to make that happen, but he never did allow Eric Bieniemy to run the offense in Kansas City which really does make me wonder, along with others, that when it comes to Eric Bieniemy not getting jobs in the NFL to become a head coach, maybe it's Andy Reid being the main burden and obstacle to making that happen. So maybe with Eric Bieniemy going to another NFL franchise to be an offensive coordinator where he will run the offense could be the final piece of the puzzle to helping him land an NFL head coaching position. There have been reports that Eric Bieniemy not interviewing very well for head coaching jobs in the NFL, but maybe by running the offense in another NFL franchise, most likely with the commanders and also doing it well, could be what gets Eric Biennium and the door for head coaching job in the NFL in the future, because right now in my view it's definitely not happening in Kansas City with Andy Reid running the show. So I say it stands to reason, to quote Vision from the Marvel Cinematic Universe that Eric Biennium must go to another NFL team to run the show as an offensive coordinator to finally get a head coaching job in the NFL. We shall see what happens with Eric Biennium in the offseason, but I definitely do believe he will not be back with Kansas City in next year's NFL season. He'll most likely be with another NFL franchise, most likely to Washington Commanders, coaching under Ron Rivera. Assuming that happens, and most likely will, it definitely does open up another interesting storyline for the 2023 NFL season with Eric Bieniemy having a fresh start in a new city with a different NFL franchise. I'll definitely keep following the storyline with Eric Bieniemy possibly going to the Washington Commanders because it definitely is indeed very intriguing. But also, why did Andy Reid never allow Eric Bieniemy to run the offense in Kansas City? When he made that comment saying that he hopes Eric Bieniemy? runs a show somewhere else, it kind of does make him wonder why Andy Reid never allowed Eric Bianame to run the show in Kansas City. Yet, he makes that comment saying that he hopes Eric Bianame runs a show somewhere else. It definitely does add to the enigma of why Eric Bianame never got a head coaching job in the NFL. For a quick update on the quarterback positions that ran out right open in the NFL, there is no major update right now Derek Carr has been released by the Raiders. He definitely has the power to sign with whoever he wants to, but also Aaron Rodgers is also in his dark retreat right now now and waiting to answer what he'll do for next year's NFL season. So right now in the NFL, in terms of the quarterback position with available quarterbacks, the two guys to watch right now are Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers, but I'm also going to add Baker Mayfield to the list as well. Baker Mayfield right now is a backup quarterback with the Los Angeles Rams, and maybe he can sign somewhere else. There has been talk that Baker Mayfield could probably replace Lamar Jackson with the Baltimore Ravens, which would be a wild storyline if that does happen. But for now, no major update right now in the quarterback position right now in the NFL but well, updates will come as more news comes out for now though that should do it for me in this edition of Bruce Stilled. please do tell your friends and family about this podcast and please rate this podcast on your desired podcast directory as feedback is always appreciated do say tuned feature future NFL coverage pop culture coverage along with craft beer coverage along with feature guest interviews in the meantime do enjoy some good craft beer bourbon whiskey I'm here Brandon thank you for joining me and I'll see you all next time until then be Bruce And be distilled, folks. Cheers.